Ganesha, the state of consciousness in which all obstacles are transformed into opportunities. Welcome to the Vital Veda Show. I'm your host, Dylan Smith. I'm a Ayurvedic practitioner and holistic health educator and someone who's very blessed to be able to have this conversation with Vedya Aditya Raju. We're going to speak all about Ganesh. What is Ganesh, this elephant-headed god that is one of the most popular deities in Asia and in Hinduism, but it's more than just that. There's so much more deeper meaning towards this, so we're going to explore that today. And at the end, I'm going to add some more additions to to some things about Ganesha. Welcome to the Vital Veda podcast. I am very blessed to have the wonderful Vaidya Aditya Raju. And Vaidya Aditya Ji is from a family who I love to learn from and learn from and spend time with. And he's very generous and detailed with his Vedic wisdom, as you'll understand from this podcast and especially the other episodes that we release. And today is a day which is been an appropriate day in the sense astrologically and everything that's happened for Aditya to share certain aspects of Vedic uh, wisdom. Welcome, Vaidyaji. Thank you, Aditya. Tell us about what's happening right now in this consciousness state, but which is so relevant for those listening down the track. Jai Gurudev. Jai Gurudev. Jai Gurudev, Dilanji. <clears throat> Thank you so much for in my, inviting me on your podcast. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Um, yeah, today is uh, the Ganesha Sankashti Chaturthi, which falls once in a month in the Shukla and once also in the Krishna Paksha. This occasion, you know, it's uh, uh, as we are saying, it is dedicated to Lord Ganesha and as per the Vedic beliefs and uh, we worship lord ganesha by fasting and doing all kinds of uh, practices some people are fasting by just changing their diet and not eating too much salt or too much rice or too much wheat changing their diet a little bit and that change is really important shift from what we are usually doing giving a break to that and thinking more on Lord Ganesha because it is starting a new kind of beginning, resetting ourselves, re-establishing ourselves. So every day, naturally, we do that. But on the day of Ganesha, it is more emphasized. So you give more attention and time to Lord Ganesha and really go into details about him and his stories and his wisdom, his humility, his intellect, discernment, and his ability to remove any and all obstacles from our lives, from our daily routines and so on. And this is why in the religious scriptures, Lord Ganesha is also named, known as Vigna Vigneshwara. Vigna means that which is creating some obstacle. And that he is the one who can overcome that, who can defeat that, who can remove that, who is the Lord of that. (laughs) 
Hara is, we also use it, and that's that reducing or alleviating. We, we use it in Ayurveda when we say this herb or this activity is Vata Hara. It reduces the Vata. Mm. So here we've got yeah. Vigna Hara, and that is reducing or, allevi- or uh, mitigating the, the Vigna, the obstacle, or that which yeah. creates obstacles. And as you know, in, in Ayurveda, it's very evident that most of us, when we are having any problems or anything, it's because some blockage, either in the nervous system or in the other channels, shrotas, uh, the bigger ones, the smaller ones, the microscopic ones, the nano particles that move within that. And this removing of this ama blockages that is very much dependent on how enlivened we are with Lord Ganesh consciousness, the intelligence of Ganadipati. So today is that day in the month that uh, we celebrate his greatness. And of course, in Ayurveda also, everybody teaches, the Vaidyas and the teachers, they always teach even before doing any kind of treatments or any kind of things on the onset, especially how much we should remember Lord Ganesha. And this is a way of remembering also that we are, as an instrument, what we are able to channel through the instruments. Because within the body, there is all these different intelligences. Why out of all these, some of them super intelligences and everything, why Lord Ganesha is given so much importance? Even in the, if you see the blood brain barrier, there they say that intelligence of Ganesha is more predominant because he's the one who removes the kashta, the, the suffering, the pain, the impurity, whatever is causing any suffering, any obstacle, anything, he's the one who is able to ease that barrier before you reach to the other superior intelligences of the divine, before you reach other uh, dimensions and whatever in your awareness, he's the one who is able to give that to you so that you go there without ego, without any of that. He when creates you... that, that pure self-awareness within us. When you were, when we were talking about Ayurveda and Ganesha, I couldn't help but think, and, and clearing of channels, what the Shrotas, they have all these different channels from the circulatory channel, the lymph channel, the muscle channel, the bone channel, the bone marrow, the reproductive channel, the, the urinary purusha, the stool, sweat channel, so many channels. I couldn't help but think what came to my mind is the 21 herbs of Ganesha. I remember once <laughs> visiting and, and, and thinking of these herbs, they, they very much purify these shrotas, these channels, uh, whether it's the lymph or the, the artava, the menstrual channel for a woman. And yeah, I think we can, we can put in the show notes. Um, I've written an article because I, uh, based on the uh, Shila Purana, I visited once uh, a well-known place in, in India, the most visited temple, Tirumala, and they had a garden of the 21 herbs of Ganesha. 
And mm. I just, I just <laughs> thought that it, they all are very purifying to these shrotas, these, these physiological channels. Mm. Yeah, that's why this day very important. Once a month, this day, if you are following Panchanga or anything, I definitely suggest to everybody to, on this day, no meat should be eaten. Uh, that kind of things to, should be avoided. Change to something more sattvic. If possible, completely sattvic is very good on this day. And going into deep remembering of Ganesha and studying what are the different herbs associated with Lord Ganesha and like that. Beginning a new day within our cycle, monthly cycle. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I think I'll just talk about my journey, which I'm sure is with many people can resonate, but, and, and, and we had this discussion in the Dinacharya podcast where I was admiring how you had mantras for everything you do. And we didn't even talk about a fraction of them. Like you have a mantra for when you shower, for when you wake up, when you go to sleep, when you put your foot on the earth, like it's just this ever increasing um, sophistication to such a rich life. And then there's the Jyotish, the, the daily routine, like, yeah, sure. I know when it's full moon, I know when it's new moon, but like now can we really continue to create a more richer rhythms in our, in our life? So now for me personally, I, I kind of sometimes some months know when it's Ganesh Chaturthi, this anniversary of Ganesh consciousness, especially the big one per year, but I'm going to take that on. And I really appreciate it. I'm going to be more aware and look in my calendar, um, my Panchang, which we'll share in the show notes, a good resource called Drik Panchang. And you can easily, it's a fantastic app. It tells you all the Vedic things happening on each day. But I'm, I'm going to take that and I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that will be very good to get into that. And uh, I think most people will find a lot of, uh, you know, other uh, deeper details also, uh, you know, their own kind of search with online and talking to their teachers and so so on. This will be very good for many people. Yes. Of course, the yearly one is, uh, you know, it's a bigger resetting of the cycle. <laughs> many people are wondering, you know, what are the cycles for daily, monthly, weekly, like that. So... Understanding that cycles is the way towards understanding our, our individual cycles on a daily routine and our, you know, life cycles. <laughs> and like that, like that, the expansion, it becomes very clear and the intricate details for each, the mantras and like that, we, we, we pick it up as we keep going and going and everything according to our enlivening of the nervous system. The nervous system can only handle as much as it has evolved to handle. Beyond that can become challenging and there is no use to function in a challenge which we cannot handle. That's why Ganesha always coming to the Ganesha and seeing not only who we are as a divine 
boundless being but also seeing who we are as as the nervous system in a particular place and time everything is very very essential every movement every expression of nervous system is very essential to function in harmony and in unity right. so ganesha chaturthi is very important it really gives that clarity and of course feed him lots of laddus and mm-hmm. <laughs> let him enjoy as much as he likes <laughs> laddus we call laddus in the west for those who are wondering bliss balls <laughs> like a sweet ball <laughs> and and ganesh chaturthi the big the big annual one is around august every year so that's definitely you know if you're not going to do it every month um or you're going to you know you definitely want to even diarize that august 30th and uh in, do all those ganesh enhancing more sattva more uh, i guess pure light radiating activities and diet as a dig- vedya did you were saying so yes beautiful good jay gurudev jay gurudev jay ganesha see with this it's more than the eye can see you see this ganesha this indian elephant headed deity in the form of statues but so much more deeper you know it, it's one of the most favorite deities in the pantheon in india of indian mythology and let's explore what actually is mythology myth is related to mother and matter myth is the womb of creation so when you hear these mythology about ganesha really it's the story of collective imagination that's explaining the infinite mystery of our existence the gods and goddesses of indian mythology are simply symbols of states of consciousness usually they're higher or uh, states of consciousness that are more expanded and it's told in a legendary format the sequence of these stories or these legends triggers an eureka experience and when we get this experience whether we're hearing stories of ganesha and and these high states of consciousness it triggers that within ourselves and connects us with the larger universe okay this is typically experienced in the abstract fashion but fashion but this is really the story the the point of mythology and and why creation and the mother has arranged mythology to occur so I want to just add some more few things about Ganesha. I want to talk about the symbolism of Ganesha. If you look at him, you see these aspects. One you see a big head. He's got this big head. This is symbolic of how to be introspective. Okay, Ganesha is interested in contemplation, in meditation. He's a big thinker. He's got these big flapping ears. Ganesha is the best listener. Not only does he listen with his ears, but with his heart, soul and mind. The elephant trunk represents strength and discernment. An elephant trunk can uproot a tree, but also with an elephant you can find a needle in a haystack. He has two husks, one is broken and one is whole. This represents the idea that life always comes in opposites, joy and suffering, hot and cold, heavy and light. Without contrast, there is no experience in life. Ganesha has a big tummy. Ganesh can digest the problems of the world. His feet, one foot is on the ground and one foot is raised. Ganesha lives both in the absolute as well as the relative. And Ganesha's conduit his vehicle is a rat. It sits next to his feet. 
It represents the temptation that is always there, even in enlightened beings. Now, there's even more archetypal behaviors that are within our consciousness. So remember, these mythology, these archetypes are to trigger certain aspects within our consciousness. Ganesh is the embodiment of fearlessness. Knowing that there is no other means you cannot conceive fear. Knowing that you and the universe are one, how can you have fear? Ganesh is this beautiful playfulness. He plays with grace. He's the lord of all protectors of knowledge. Ganna, from the root of Ganesha, means the protector, the guardian. And he's the epitome of the earth element. He's also correlated with Jupiter, with the Guru planet. We don't worship Ganesh. We invocate that state of consciousness in our own awareness so that we can incarnate this highest state of consciousness in our being, thoughts, speech, and activity. Now, you can read more about Ganesh on the Vital Veda website. You can check out our article, The 21 Ganesha Herbs, and there you'll see that these herbs are closely related to this elephant deity. He's, they have low glycemic index. Okay, they're good for overweight or insulin resistance. They strengthen the liver. They help the lymph. They're good for the skin. And as Aditya G said, how it also clears the channels. Right? You need a strong liver capacity to be able to digest all the foods that an elephant eats. So these herbs even helps with that. So there's a lot about Ganesh you can read and, and learn about. We also have a, a thing about Join the Pushpi, which is one of the leafy green herbs of Ganesh, which we do on, on Ganesh's annual anniversary. Yeah, so many wonderful things. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. If so, please leave a review. Check out the other podcasts. We've got other podcasts with Vaidya Aditya Raju and much love. Jay Ganesha.